Hello and welcome to Top Fives, the show of everything. Top Fives. I'm Joey Prati. And I'm Sean Day. And uh, today we're going to be hitting you with three top fives. So so strap in. But before we get to that, Shawnee, how are you doing, sir? Oh, good, man. Uh, I'm going to be um, actually moving into a new place next month. So i uh, just excited for that. It's a lot to Congrats. process and whatnot. But yeah, I'm excited. And yeah, hopefully get to do the next episode in the new place. So uh, yeah. How are you doing, Joe? Right on. I'm doing well, man. Thank you. Um, just rocking and a rolling and a writing and a podcasting. So uh <laughs> Doing great. <laughs> Fun, but yeah. Fantastical. Say that one more time. Fantastical. <laughs> oh, it's uber fantastic. Uber man. fantastical. <laughs> um, any uh, any news in the way of uh, DC or Marvel or anything like that? Did you go out and see Guardians of the Galaxy I, Volume Two? I did. I watched it Friday. I think it was Friday. Um, like a nine o'clock showing. So it was pretty good. I. I it's funny because I rewatched the first one the night before, so I was kind of fresh off of like, okay, let's you know the kind of the, the uh, the nice. the pacing and kind of look of everything, and uh, I liked it. Did you get a chance to see it or? Yeah, I have not seen it yet. Um, yeah, my my folks were in town. They left Sunday morning. Uh, shout out to them. It's their thirtieth anniversary tonight. Hey, thirtieth uh, wedding anniversary. So congrats, mom and dad. Um, but yeah, so they were in town this last weekend. And, um, just didn't get it Sunday. We were just burnt and, uh, decided not to took, uh, took Christine record hunting for the first time. Oh, cool. Uh, because we moved our record player out to the main room. Um, so we're listening to records like all the time now. I just listened to the white album. Oh, really? Oh, that's that's great. Beatles. There you go. It was great. Um, but she found, and I was so proud of her. She found a John, an Elton John live EP Live, okay. featuring John Lennon. Whoa, wow. That's so a good it's find. the two of them playing three Beatles songs together. It's so cool. It sounds so good. That's awesome. So I was really proud of her. Um, oh, that's so cool. That's, oh man, like that's the, the great thing about like some of the like uh, going like uh, record hunting or there's a lot of stuff that's been cut for like live, you know, kind of live recordings. And sometimes like some of those are just found on those types of mediums and um, right. for records. That's like, that's kind of cool. That's a cool find. Cause you get like, you know, a lot of these great musicians coming together and capturing in that moment. So that's awesome, dude. Yeah. And, uh, shout out to the only record store open on Sundays, final revolution in Pacific Grove. Oh, um, okay. So vinyl revolution. It's good. It's vinyl revolution. They were on lighthouse. Remember the dude who kind of looked like Alan Moore? Yes. Uh, yeah. The big Older beard. Guy, yeah. Um, yeah, so he moved his shop from where it was next to Carbones okay. and brought it, and now it's across the street from City Hall in Pacific Grove. It's a cool little, uh, I'll have to take you there. Yes. As well as Siren Records. Si- okay, Siren, um, yeah, of course. Yeah. Cool, dude. But, yeah. Oh, man. Um, sh- shall we get to these lists, my friend? Yes, the lists. Are you ready to dive in? Yeah. We, uh, yeah. We've uh, told each other these lists beforehand because we were so excited to to do this episode this week, I guess. <laughs> Sometimes we just can't contain it um, <laughs> and we have to share. Um, we have to. <laughs> Shani, would you like to go first? Would you like me to go first? Uh, I want to I go with yours. Yours is a pretty fun one. Okay. 
So this uh, this past week, we celebrated the 15th anniversary of uh, Spider-Man 2002, May 3rd, May 2002, I want to say. We, did we, we saw that opening weekend, didn't we? We did. We had just worked the spaghetti dinner at OLM. <laughs> That's right. Um, and we took all our tips. You, me, Jason, I'm sure, Andrew. I know Fiona was there too, yeah. Some old friends of ours, yeah. Yeah, so we went and we saw Spider-Man and, you know, it, it might be the first time in my life, like, I was introduced to the Evil Dead Sam Raimi movie shortly before Spider-Man came out. Yeah. And I had no idea Sam Raimi was directing Spider-Man. Um, so I'm sitting in the theater and it's the first time a director's name caught my eye and I recognized it. And I was like, and it made me more excited for the movie I was about to see. Yeah. And, you know, the first two Spider-Man movies are everything you could want when you give a director who's only done kind of low budget, do it yourself films, give him a proper budget for him to like play with all the toys and he does it right. And he doesn't overindulge and get carried away. Spider-Man three is the complete opposite of what you want. <laughs> um, but those first two Spider-Man films are, are so incredibly special. And they all started with the first one, which is now 15 years old. I know 15 years. That's a, that's amazing how all that time flies just so, just like that, man. 15. Yeah. Can you... The fact that we have memories that, you know, like... Yeah. Of, like, going to the movies by ourselves 15 years ago. Like, dude. Yeah. And, dude. And we got to see, you know, like, one of the big blockbuster... You know, like, like that's comic book movies at its, at its like, golden age or almost at its, at its start, in a way, you know, as far as blockbuster. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, I mean, it, it did have a, you know, three movies uh, in it as far as like its own trilogy. And then they did the amazing Spider-Man with uh, Andrew Garfield and uh, yeah. Emma Stone. And so they had like that kind of, you know, uh, rendition of it. So it's interesting, like we're just like some of the other characters we're seeing in the, in, in the comics and also like characters similar like James Bond. We're seeing other portrayals of it and everything. And, but we always have that fondest memory of like seeing Spider-Man. Like that's kind of like our Spider-Man, just like how people say like, that's my James Bond. Like, you know, the, the, in that year that he was, you know, active as that character. Um, and I'm really excited for Tom Holland's portrayal of, of Spider-Man as well. So are you more a Toby guy or a Garfield guy? I, I, that was best of both worlds. I know the third movie for, uh, Spider-Man kind of killed it. <laughs> Toby. I, I really liked, he, he felt very, uh, Toby Garfield, like very, he played the, he played the Spider-Man like in the suit really well. Um, there are things that I like from Andrew Garfield that Toby didn't have. And I think the other way around, like I felt like yeah. Toby McGuire, even though he was looked a little bit older than a teenager or a guy going to college, <laughs> But I felt he was like a lot more, not weak, but like you can tell like he was struggling. You know, he was kind of a, like Andrew Garfield was like too cool for school. You know what I mean? Yeah. To be like the nerdy Peter Parker. Totally. And I feel like that's what's great about Tom Holland. I think he's just like right in the middle. Like he's going to be like cool in his own way, but. Um, quirky. Yeah. More quirky. More quirky. Than, and he's still, yeah. you know, a teenage kid. Like he's still trying to figure it out. And he's got his like little group of friends, but they're still outcasts. You know, it's like I need those things working towards a Spider-Man movie. Spider-Man movie. Uh, to make it a good experience. So, um, but I, I don't know, Tobey Maguire, like we kind of just kind of, I remember those the most, you know, those are the ones that attached yeah. me and Spider-Man two is a killer, uh, movie oh, so too. Good. I think one of the best ones out of them. So it, I think it's one of the best comic book 
films of all time. Like hands it down, is. it's, it's so such a good. It's a good story. It's got a good villain. Like the, yeah. you know, that's always the one that's lacking is the villain in the, in a lot of these comic book movies and uh, Doc Ock. Like that whole storyline and his kind of tragic, you know, uh, doing. Yeah. Like, it's such a good. What I love about Spider Man Two is like it the 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 usually you would think it a sequel to be bigger and broader. Yeah. Yeah. But Spider-Man two gets so personal. It does. And, uh, you know, it almost feels like you're watching a smaller film in a lot of parts. And, um, I think it's the best CG, the, the series ever had. Oh yes. Um, and a pretty fun game. But The action scenes (laughs) are the best too. The game was amazing. amazing, It was was grand theft auto with Spider-Man. Yeah. I could swing around. Oh, they're making an, aren't they making another, Uh, uh, a new Spider-Man game? I think they're doing that. Right. Yeah, with a really ugly suit. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you can do like like Batman where you can change the suits or whatever. That'd be pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. I think you, you're going to be able to play as Tom Holland Spider-Man, which would be dope. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. I like his suit, too. I think we had this discussion on a previous episode. Like, It's a lot more like comic booky, like very bright colors and... Uh, yeah. it has a cool little design to it. It's you know it's every you know it has the resemblance of all the kind of features like Spider-Man has. But um I don't know, they always make it their own. You got to do that, you know, cuz it adds to the character and maybe the way, you know, it's designed by Tony Stark, so it's like got these kind of things features on it. So it's I like I love how it has a functionality to it in some way or form. Yeah, especially the eyes and everything. Yeah, like yeah. they didn't just make a move to move, like it seems like it actually serves It serves its some purpose. Kind of <laughs> some way, yeah. Scientific purpose. <laughs> Um, some com- some science that us as an audience probably wouldn't understand. Can't and don't need the to science understand. movies, guys. <laughs> um, but you know, I I wish like they could do away with the straps. Just give us like the real page to screen. Oh yeah, the. But I, I mean, having said that, I really like the straps. I think it's a cool little look. It does. It's all, it looks but. cool and like I like the little things they're adding. The I like the design of the. Uh, what you gonna call it? Like the the bug, the spider on on the front a little bit. Oh, that's it, that's so beautiful and simple, and that's one thing. The logo on the Sam Raimi and the uh, the Garfield Spider Man is they're very of their time, like the early two thousands. Oh Ooh, yeah, we're big and but kind of dark, you know. Like <laughs> I don't know. This is just like simple, sleek, boom. Yeah, that's it. It's iconic, iconic. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we could talk Spider-Man all day. <laughs> Let's talk about Spider-Man in, in the parameters of a top five. Shawnee, what are your top five favorite Spider-Man movie moments? Movie moments. Okay, so I'm going to gravitate. I think most of these I'll probably say are going to be in the Sam Raimi era because, I mean. Nice. I know they did the the Gwen Stef- uh, the uh, Gwen Stacy. I was about to say Gwen Stefani. <laughs> the <laughs> the Gwen Stacy. She she wouldn't be a bad marriage. Yeah, yet. they did the they did the death of like Gwen Stacy in the Amazing Spider-Man movies, and I thought like that was like a pretty um, significant scene that I remember the most. Um, so I'll put that in number five. Number four. Nice. Um, man, it's tough because oh damn, it's all these ones. If you want to get weird with it, no. <laughs> oh, let's get weird. Let's get weird. Baby. Uh, that shit show we had in the third <laughs> Spider-Man movie where <laughs> Tobey <laughs> Maguire as Peter Parker in his all emo symbiote suit look or whatever is like doing jazz hands and singing. <laughs> uh-huh. 
that would have when he walks out and does his yeah, hair. That would be my best and favorite scene, but I can say that's one scene that I think about. <laughs> but I can knock that on the wor- probably the worst list. But um, man, this is other ones like I'm thinking of like the uh, like all the Doc Ock. I mean the uh, kind of the Doc Ock where he's kind of like the origin story of Doc Ock while he's like you know the whole thing where Peter pulls the plug and. Um, and then, you know, now yeah, he's, that part's really he's cool. in the hospital and they're trying to like operate on him and like try to figure out like what to do. And, and then he just goes crazy. And then they start, you can see how the, uh, tentacles are kind of like working on themselves. And so it was, it was really, that scene is so Sam Raimi. It is. It has that it's very so evil dead, very evil dead, very kind of horror. you know, it has that kind of horror vibe to it. So, uh, um, it's even got a chainsaw. I know it, it, it is like, you know, if they, you saw something like that coming at you, you'd be terrified. So. Um, but yeah, that's one thing I, I always like that kind of origin story with him. And he, you know, he's definitely one of the stronger villains, I think in the, uh, yeah. in the series. So, um, oh man, this is tough. The scene where Peter Parker, I think it's in the first film where, uh, Peter gets clipped by that, or he gets uh, clipped by the, uh, yes. by the green goblin and they're having Thanksgiving dinner the next day or that night. And, uh, he, you know, Peter Parker has to come in. He comes in with his suit on. He has to like get dressed, get ready, and then somehow appear to have dinner at their place where he's sharing with uh, with Tom Osborne or whatever. And then you know he's like, "Oh, I got clipped by a bike." You know, he got like this little blood seeping through his his shirt, and and then you know, Danny, uh, uh, what's his name? Who played the Green Goblin? Uh, oh, uh, Norman Osborne Defoe. William, William Defoe. Defoe. William Defoe. Norman Osborne. Um, that just like stare he gives Peter the whole time. So good. And that dinner scene. And cause you could tell he's like, he's like already turned, like his mind's already poisoned by the green goblin. And like, and he's, and he, he's just thinking, he's not thinking about, this is like a moment where families are sharing things. It's Thanksgiving. And like, you could tell like, he's just not the same person. And he's just staring at him, like trying to figure it out if, you know, he's Spider-Man and, and then eventually, you know, he figures it out and then goes after the people he loves. So it's, I'm so glad you brought this scene up. Yeah. It's Uh, such a crucial scene, man. It's, but like, it's everything you want out of a superhero movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, like you've got a great action scene that, and then you see the hero having to hide the identity and, you know, you get to see Spider-Man on the ceiling and, you know, is he up there? He looks up, no, he's gone. And like, and then you get what Spider-Man is so great at is, you know, it's cast of characters, you know, on the surface, it's Thanksgiving dinner, but below it's this thing between Spidey and the green, the green goblin. goblin. Yeah. He's realizing it. He's not real. He thinks he's, you know, getting one over their head. Yeah. It's got all of that going on and it, and it's orchestrated just so beautifully. It's like everything you want out of a comic book. Movie. Yeah. Just in that, you know, those first, you know, those couple scenes. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's, you know, that's why I've been fairly impressed with some of the MCU stuff. Cause like, you know, there've been some decent MC mo- MCU movies, but there's been some like really in a very complex, you know, like you can only, you just like, this is in a comic book. Like this, you could see this whole thing yeah. play out in a comic book and also just the complexity of like the situations that they're in. Like, you know, you, you can take a character from the, from the book and from the comic and, and flesh them out, you know, and give them other characteristics and stuff. So yeah, that was one scene that always popped out to me. So that's, uh, nice. probably like three. Um, Oh man, you got this bro. I don't know if this is my number one, but it's the first movie, the whole, uh, 
I don't know. Is it the last scene? The scene where uh, uh, Spider-Man gets beat up by the Green Goblin. They they fall into that kind of like uh, brick is it graveyard? graveyard kind of place, and they um, they're just beating the shit out of each other. And I remember like at the time, I remember like uh, a couple places like in Asia, like China or something, like banned the movies because of that scene. Really? Yeah. It was uh, it was either that or the UK, dude. I remember like. Oh, wow. Um, well, a bomb blows up in his face. A pumpkin. Yeah, bomb. and it's just like, you know, this was like apparently, you know, it's obviously a comic book movie and people associate comics with, you know, kids and stuff. And, and so, like, that scene where you're, you see Spider Man bloody, you know, totally torn, his mask is torn off. You know, it's, uh, he's just so weak and, and beaten. And then, and then this weird, like, scene, um, and another important scene, I think, you know, that them confronting each other with the masks off and, yeah, you know, it's Norman Osborn and he's like, I looked up to you and you, you kind of took me as a father and like this kind of whole thing happened. And, you know, I guess all of them realizing what, you know, what the deal is between those two. And so it is a very crucial scene still and a very violent one, but I remember that one. Godspeed Spider-Man. Yeah, Godspeed Spider-Man. And then again, it's all going to number one. I don't know why the first one's just a good movie in itself. Um, I love Spider-Man's origin in this movie in the first one with Tom McGuire where he goes to the wrestling match. You see, you get a cameo from Bruce Campbell, funny enough. Excellent cameo. <laughs> Excellent cameo. And it's just like the kind of Spider-Man Peter Parker, like that, like we're, we're saying like the quippy, like the just very honest feet and um, doing like all the little puns and everything. It's just, I love like, that's the kind of Spider-Man I like. It's very fun. It's very yeah. exciting. And it's like him at the start of his power is like what he's trying to realize. And then of course they drop the whole, like, you know, his uncle Ben dying after that whole thing. And like, you know, with great power comes for great responsibility. <laughs> and so it, it's a, it's a, I don't know. The first movie flowed very well. The pacing was very good. In it, and I, I really liked it out of all of them. But that's yeah. that's a couple scenes I gravitate towards too. Some of them negative, Love some it. of them a little bit more fun, and you know my my favorite ones I would say. So if uh, hey, if it's bad movie but it it's entertaining, it's, that's it's good. It's doing its job. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, you know, a movie may aim to change you spiritually or mentally, but if all it does is entertain, it still did its job. Um, doesn't mean it's always satisfying, Yeah, <laughs> but so for me, I didn't actually get any Andrew Garfield ones on here okay. and, uh, just quick note to our imaginary audience. We, uh, held off on doing the MCU just cause it'd be too easy. I mean, oh yeah. The airport scene would, would be it's amazing. Way high up there. Civil War, yeah. Um, and, you know, we can assess the MCU Spider-Man. I feel like getting that little sliver of him in, in Civil War isn't enough. To, I mean, yeah, I enjoyed him, but we got to we gotta get give this guy a whole movie before we judge uh, completely. Yeah. So, uh, number five, The Birth of Sandman, Spider-Man 3. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sandman. I thought this scene is so quiet and like the way the sand, you know, slowly starts to build up. And then when he tries to walk, he stumbles. And I remember being in the theater and just being like, okay, although the movie hadn't gone to pot yet, just, just yet. (laughs) yet. But, (laughs) um, but even, you know, 
early reviews, you were like, you were skeptical going in and uh, thinking like this, you know, if the movie does everything else wrong, it did this right. It's mm-hmm. such a beautiful little scene. And I usually hate all CG kind of shots, but that scene, I yeah. thought, I don't know if it still holds up, but uh, I really loved it. Uh, number four, this isn't so much a scene <laughs> as it is. Uh, it's a tie. I'm doing a tie, kids. Oh, okay. Um, we should have like a rule for when, yeah, when we a have a tie. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's our sixth spot. Or whatever. We have to wear a tie the next day. Um, so number four is uh, all of the Bruce Campbell cameos and any scene with J.K. Simmons is J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. Um, <laughs> these two are like the highlights of the movie. Like Tobey Maguire's good, but Tobey Maguire's also insufferable. Uh, Kirsten Dunst is fine. James Franco, I thought, is decent. For some reason, it's really corny, but I really love after he pulls the tube out of uh, you know that Doc Ock scene that we were talking about yeah. earlier. Uh, and Harry Osborn goes, I'm ruined <laughs> or I'm finished. And like, it's such a like forced kind of line. Like who, who talks like that? But yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think he sells it. <laughs> um, anyway, Bruce Campbell, he was the, the ringleader in uh, Spider-Man as you brought up. He was the snooty usher in Spider-Man two who won't let Peter Parker into the theater to see Mary Jane's play. And then he was the French waiter in Spider-Man three. That's right. I'm trying to think who, of the third uh, one. Yeah. Yeah. Does the, the engagement ring. Um, Bruce Campbell talking about the movies was like, in the first one, I named him and the second one, I defeated him. And in the <laughs> third one, <laughs> I I'm his partner. I'm his sidekick or something. So like, it was pretty funny. Um, and J.K. Simmons, I mean, oh, yeah. He's the, that was yeah. my introduction to J.K. Simmons, and holy cow! <laughs> I mean, this this dude, you know, like he is J. Jonah Jameson incarnate. Like, I'm not even excited for his Commissioner Gordon because I just want him to sign a contract with the MCU and be J. Jonah Jameson until he it's dies. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> and then even after he dies, maybe we can like, I don't know, get him stuffed or something. <laughs> And, uh, you know, get a taxidermist on it so we can still have J. Jonah Jameson. I, I totally agree. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see his portrayal for Commissioner Corden. But, yeah, he killed it in that role in Spider-Man. So, so good. And it's, it's just that, like that so quick, good. you know, just a quick talk. And, you know, he's Parker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Parker. And, you know, he's trying to like try to rip off this kid. But, you know, he's like, hey, you know, I, got, I, got, I can get some pictures of Spider-Man. And, <laughs> and you know, and he's like, uh, what does he say? Uh, meat. I'll send you a big box of Christmas meat. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, those like little no salary. Those things between his like secretary and like his partner and whatever. It's just like <laughs> who is Elizabeth Banks? Betty Brandt. Oh, is that's played right. by Elizabeth yeah, Banks. Yeah, that's right. She was in that movie. Wow, pretty deep crazy. On that one. Yeah, right. Yeah, deep. Um, number three, the scene in Spider-Man Two when. Peter decides to give up his powers. You get that iconic shot from Amazing Spider-Man number 50 of the uh, suit in the garbage can. And then you have this weird sequence that I've never seen in a blockbuster before or since of him just walking around, being a dork, being a good student, being, you know, Peter Parker. And you have raindrops keep falling on my head. (laughs) You know, and you just see like, it's such a, 
it's such a, you know, that's uh, one of those things that makes that movie feel so much like quieter, almost independent, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, not independent because it's, you know, obviously not, but it's little things like that that just, I don't know, give Spider-Man two such weight. Um, yeah. I just really love that scene. <laughs> Number two, you already brought up the, uh, Doc Ock comes alive in the, yeah. in the surgery. Um, and it's shot just like a horror movie. You know, it's like the scene where I imagine like after Spider-Man, some kid like went up to Sam Raimi, like big Sp- evil dead fan, like wouldn't go near Spider-Man cause it's too mainstream. It's like, you've lost it, man. You've sold out. And he's like, Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and he shot this scene. Um, that's, what I like to imagine happen. <laughs> Number one, Spider-Man Two, the train fight. Oh, that's right, the train fight. That's a good one, dude. That's such a good scene. It starts again. It starts with Peter Parker and Aunt May in a bank. Joel McHale mm-hmm. is their banker, is their teller. Um, Doc Ock robs the bank. Spidey is fighting him. His webs don't work, and then it, he kidnaps Aunt May, brings her up the building. They fight. Um, he say or Aunt May has that great line. Hey, we really showed him. What do you mean we? Uh, and like <laughs> somehow they they get onto the train and but he winds up having to stop the train, which is very reminiscent in the Spider Man Homecoming trailer. Was holding yeah, the, holding the, the, boat, the together. boat together. Yeah. Um, but you know you really feel like he might not, you know save these people. Yeah. It's, and then he passes out and everyone raises him up and kind of like, he's the mosh no, pit, you know, Spider-Man he's mosh a kid. Pit. <laughs> like, and the little kid gives him the mask. That, that scene just has so much really, really beautiful, great stuff in it. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like little moments like that, that give the character more weight and, and almost like what I wanted from like Superman in the DC universe, like those kind of moments. Yes. You know what I mean? So, yes, uh, absolutely. Um, but yeah, that's that scene is yeah, incredible. And yeah. oh man, yeah, he's like losing his powers, so he's trying to figure that stuff out too. And like, uh, and then yeah, stopping the train before it falls off the train. Like that's like the classic. Like trying to so save good the superhero trying to save people. But like yeah, vulnerability. But as he's doing it, you see the, the you see the web snapping. Oh yeah, and you're like oh god, they're yeah, not like, holding. Oh, that's but, a good number one, dude. That, yeah. that definitely deserves, I think, that spot because it's such a, it's such a big scene, but it does say a lot too about you know that portrayal of Spider-Man and yeah, yeah, hell yeah, dude. I like that. That's good. Tobey Maguire Spider-Man in a nutshell. Yeah, I, I think feel but, like our uh, list kind of gravitated gravitated towards the the those kind of three movies. I would say um, more yeah. so the first and second. Um, but overall, good top five, especially with Homecoming just around the corner. We'll get a new kind of rendition of Spider-Man. Pretty excited. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it can't get any worse. Like, yeah, honestly. it can't get any worse, you know. <laughs> so we'll still have to see. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. Shawnee, uh, what is your top five for me this week, sir? Top five. These are top five fictional uh, party animals, like uh, fictional characters you would love to party with. Or it could be in books, movies. Uh, and you can, I have this, you can even party with all these people at the same time if you want, <laughs> Ooh. uh, like who would be in that room with you, I guess would be the thing. So, um, yeah, I like it. Okay. All right. So you did 
mention this to me. Yes. <laughs> and um, I can, can they be like, they could, all right, I'm going to do my best. Okay. They could be a group of people too. I was like, thinking, like a group of characters. Okay. If anything, like a, a duo or what if the characters are like, are like real people. Like I was almost thinking like the rat pack. Ah, like those are real people. I, yeah. That but man, did they party? Yeah. That would be it. I was also thinking like midnight. Would that be okay? Like midnight in Paris too. Like all the authors he meets. Oh, those are all like real authors. I love that. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I, I guess. Yeah. You could, you could do that if you want. <laughs> it could be a per, uh, impersonators <laughs> acting as, as uh, the rat pack. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll give that one to you. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Um, well, in that case, let me see. Let me see here. Oh, this is, this is going to be tough, Shawnee. Um, all right, uh, number f- number five, Sherlock Holmes. Ooh, I feel like that'd be a fun party. We got to see him and Watson uh, get smashed during Watson's bachelor party in season <laughs> three of Sherlock. Um, but I mean, like this dude just kind of would go crazy when he wasn't working on a case. So I would really love to like work a case with Sherlock, get that adrenaline going and then be like, all right, now what? And he's like, follow me. And I have no idea what that would be yeah, yeah. or what that would entail, but I feel like it'd be a lot of fun. More of an adventure uh, uh, to hang out. Yeah. You would get an adventure out of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Sherlock. But at the same time, like Sherlock Holmes did some stuff. If you read, if you read the books and I mean, even they even allude to it in the show, sometimes even show it, which I give them credit for, but he gets down. Yeah, <laughs> truck wise. So uh, yeah, he might be kind of promoting a, it. I'm just saying. Yeah, he might he might be kind of a party uh, too much of a party animal. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, he, I don't he know. Will. I don't. I wouldn't be able to keep up. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, all right, that's five. I'm gonna go with Doug and Steve Butabi from Night at the Roxbury. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they they um, definitely know all the good clubs, the best clubs of them all. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Baby, don't hurt me no more. Um, I love that soundtrack. It's such a good soundtrack. Um, if you like dance music. All right. I have three left. Who am I going to go with? Um, I'm going to go with the Frat Pack. Ooh, okay. Wh- who is the um, early 2000s comedians. Like um, you had, you know, Owen Wilson. Um, why am I blanking on his name? T- super tall guy, um, dated Jennifer Aniston, Vince, Wedding Crashers. Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Um, you know, Will Ferrell. Um, you know, all those dudes in all those movies and Jack Black, yeah, you know, that, that kind of thing. at that time, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, no, that's, it's a very fitting name, the Frat Pack. Um, <laughs> so I would, I would party with those guys. <laughs> um, number two, I'm going to go with Hunter S. Thompson, a.k.a. Raul Duke ah. from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Oh, man. You're trying to, you're trying um, to go to a Vegas weekend. Is that what it is? <laughs> I'm not trying to go for a Vegas weekend. I'm just, you know, you know me. I like to write. Uh, so when I party, I want to be able to write about those experiences ah. and have just crazy times yeah. that, I can, that I can then share. So um, that would... <laughs> And you would get crazy times with Hunter S. Thompson. Um, <laughs> there's that one picture of him riding down Sunset Boulevard. He's in a convertible 
with Johnny Depp and John Cusack and they have a blow up doll. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like smoking a cigarette and it's like the craziest picture. It's really great. Oh man, I got to start um, <laughs> Number one, come on. Come. Frank the Tank. Old oh, school. Frank the Tank. Frank the Tank. Um, <laughs> one of Will Ferrell's, still one of his greatest roles ever. <laughs> uh, one of his first roles. Um, yeah. That was, that was fun. Putting that list together, Shawnee, and I, I, I thank you. Yeah, man, for asking. Well, I, I share your top, uh, your number one. Frank the Tank was on there too, because yes, <laughs> I, I just love Will Ferrell, and he's just such a, a you know, just so funny, and that portrayal of that character, it's just so funny because he's like he's married and like trying to like remember the college <laughs> days, and then like all of a sudden it just flips, and he's just back to like <laughs> streaking and stuff, and. <laughs> he just he just he just says and does the most outrageous stuff in that movie, and I think that's, I think one of the higher points of like a movie like Old School, you know, like uh, yeah, he he does definitely put the comedy injects that comedy in there, um, but he still has that like childlike innocence about yeah, him, which is so definitely, great, definitely. So that's a good, another way to look at it too. I'm gonna go up my list. So one uh, number two, the guys of Goodfellas, man. Uh, oh, I love that. I love they, that. They, That's they, so good. They'll, they'll cook some Italian food. They'll uh, take care of me or whatnot. They make sure no one will mess with me <laughs> at the bar. Or else they'll whack them. They'll take care of me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they'll take care of them. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, as long uh, as I don't... Uh, get, get, your, get your shine box. As long as I don't piss off Joe Pesci, I'm good. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's number two. Goodfellas be great. Uh, number three, Han and Chewie, man. I love it to go on a. Oh my god, that's brilliant! I had to I had to put them together because they're a power duo. Uh, dude, I would love to explore the galaxy with with Han Solo and Chew- Chewbacca. I know they're uh, they're rebel scum and and uh, might have some uh, dirt on them as far as people looking for them. But hey, man, gotta take some but risks. They drink Colt Forty Five with Lando. Yeah, so. I guess so. I mean, you're gonna be having a good time. I guess so. <laughs> and uh, hey, man, they know Luke Skywalker, so I'm cool with that. <laughs> Uh, so that's number. Yeah, they know Luke. Yeah, <laughs> they know Luke. <laughs> uh, oh, excuse me, dude. Um, You're good. Yeah, it's tired, dude. Um, number four, Wayne and Garth. I would love. To, oh my god! I would love to uh, <laughs> party with them, go to some concerts, maybe sit on one of their shows, and just kind of uh, hang out with them and talk uh, talk shop, and. <laughs> Just kind of see what's going on in their crazy world of the of their uh, their show and and uh, and go to a town that I've never been to as well. And you know, Garth would have your back because if you had to spew, Spewing you'd into spew this. into this. Yeah, the cup. <laughs> he would also get me if I uh, ever needed to take care of someone, like you know, electrocute him or <laughs> totally shock him. <laughs> He'd make a crawling hand to like. Oh yeah. Take them out. I remember reading about that. Yeah. <laughs> Benjamin. <laughs> yeah. So they're, they're definitely oh. two people I would love to party with. Um, num- that's good. And then number five, I did an animated kind of thing. It's uh, Jake and Finn from adventure time. And Ooh. yeah, cause they're, uh, they they go on adventures. They do, they go and fight crazy characters and creatures and animals. And as part of that world, um, but there's like all this deep stuff with them and like where they're from. And um, that's why I still have to finish the show because they're ending soon. And um, there's just so much other uh, story behind those characters. And I would love to just mess around, 
kill some uh, cool people. Uh, sorry, kill some uh, crazy monsters. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. Kill some <laughs> crazy monsters. Hang out with a bunch of Sean showing his true colors. <laughs> no, and then hang out with the you know all the characters from the show, like Spacey Lone Princess and Princess Bubblegum and all their cool friends. So <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, that's that's my list for party animals. I. I it's tough to, you know, think of people like who are alive, I guess, you know, like who would you, I would probably gravitate more towards movie stars and like, I guess musicians would be the thing if I was going to do a top five, yeah. not f- nonfiction. So, but, uh, yeah, it's a good list. I like it, dude. Keith Richards. Keith <laughs> um, uh, well, Nicholas Cage. <laughs> oh see, see man, how, Nicholas see Cage. how crazy that dude is. <laughs> um, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> Sh- uh, Shawnee, it brings us to uh, share time oh, with us. Yeah. Do you have uh, anything you'd like to share? Uh, we forgot to do our list for the 95. Oh, my God. You're right. Kids. 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 We- hold, hold the brakes. Our bad. <laughs> our bad. Um, man, good call, Shawnee. Thank you. Okay. Your top five favorite movies of 1995. It's so tough, man. I have a whole list of movies I possibly want in there on the side oh, of my I list. Know it's- so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with this one. I'm going to go Batman Forever, number five. Ooh. Desperado, number four. Nice. Mallrats, number three. GoldenEye, number two. And Toy Story number one, very nice. On top of very nice. Order. On top of all the other other movies that that came out that year, like Apollo thirteen, Bad Boys, Casino, Mortal Kombat, <laughs> Ace Ventura. It was a tough one, man. I know there's there's a lot of good stuff, and like if we had seen a lot of these movies like just this year, it'd be like okay, it'd be easy that one, that one, that one. Yeah, but like growing up with a lot of these movies, like. Batman Forever, I don't think is a very good film, but it's got a place close to my heart yeah. because I've seen it a million times <laughs> and it came out when I was six. You you recite know? it line for line. So, <laughs> totally. Caffeine will kill you. <laughs> um, but uh, good list. I like it. I like How it. How about you, Joe? What's, Having yeah, said that, yours? Batman Forever doesn't make my top five. <laughs> um, number five... For me is I'm gonna go Billy Madison. Oh man, that's it. Yeah, back when Adam Sandler was bringing the fresh, the good, the good, the good yeah. stuff. Um, there's so many just zany out there moments in that movie. Like it's so dumb, it's smart. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you can't be that dumb on purpose. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a really. That's a really great movie. movie. Number four, Toy Story. Ooh, Toy Story. It's kind of low on my list. I feel guilty about it. (laughs) Number three is Mallrats. Oh, okay. We share three. Um, We do. Yeah. It's, man, it's so good. It might be my favorite Kevin Smith film. I don't know. (laughs) It's up there. It's It's way up there. I do love, Clerks has a special. Oh, Jane Silent Bob. Yeah. That's another, that's another list for another day. Um, Oh yeah. (laughs) <laughs> number two is casino oh, casino that's right i feel really bad putting it at number two because i feel like 
technically it deserves the number one spot. But my number one is Desperado. Such a good Because it was on my it was on my top five for so long. And like honestly, that is one of the best opening scenes oh, yeah. ever. Yes. Steve Buscemi walking to the bar and like <laughs> just laying it on thick. And you get this brilliant action scene with the guitar case full of guns. And like <laughs> it's so good. It's so amazing. Yeah, it's um, it's very visual and like the storytelling. It's yeah, it's a good introduction and Oh man, it's so good. I love it. I love it. Yeah, a, I like the list, dude. It's a good list. I I don't know why. Like, a Casino was up there for me. Um, like like re or like replay value for me has always been sometimes with some of these lists. Like for especially yeah. for films, like how how many times I can watch that movie and how many times I enjoy watching it. Um, and then Casino's a tough one. It's, yeah, it's a long. It's one. not. It's a long. It's entertaining, but it's not enjoyable. Yeah. Like. Whatever made Joe Pesci charming in Goodfellas is kind of gone in Casino. Yeah. It's a lot it's a lot meaner spirited yeah. than Goodfellas is, you know? Um, but yeah. <laughs> so that, it's kind of heartbreaking. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, cool, man. That's I like that. That's a top five for ninety five. Top five for ninety five. Oh. You gotta write a little jingle. Oh, <laughs> top five. Uh, <laughs> Shawnee, now, now I can bring us to uh, share time. Share time. Do you have anything you'd like to share with our imaginary audience um, this week? Not much. I, I saw Guardians of the Galaxy 2 this last weekend on Friday. So I just, just uh, sh- you know, shout out to anyone who wants to go see the movie. I re- highly recommend it. It's really fun. Um, it's had some strong points. Uh, it definitely evolved as far as like the franchise, but I, I enjoyed the first film a little bit more. Um, however, it's it's great because I can see the direction they're going as far as Marvel now in this kind of cosmic kind of universe. You know, with uh, you know, I know they're gonna take uh, the next phase of Marvel to this kind of like outside the the Earth threats and you know, kind of take more gambles on other uh, other types of characters in that in you know outside of that place. So, and it's cool. And they, I I mean, there's a bunch of like end credit scenes too. And I, I don't know if you've read. I've heard there's five. Yeah, I don't know if you've read any of those. But it, I haven't. I've steered clear of everything. About, I'm, sorry. A little thi- I'm sorry. There's a little thing about Stan Lee in that. And we all know that Stan Lee uh, usually makes a cameo. But that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say from there. But there's been this weird theory. Uh, go- oh, my God. Is he in every single post-credit scene? No, but I don't. have you heard the theory about oh, okay. him? About who I ha- he is? I haven't. Okay. Can we talk about it? When, yes. After, hopefully next week. Let, let, I'm hoping let's just, to see it like, I'll weekend. leave you with this. Let's just say the cameo is for a reason. And not just a cameo. Oh. Is he himself and he's the architect of the whole Marvel Universe and it's inside his head? <laughs> somewhat, somewhat. It's the, it, 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 oh, my God. It does, it, That's amazing. It doesn't, go, it doesn't go like the Lego, like the Lego movie where like, you know, the he's the creator. But it's it's on that level, let's just say like. Oh, my God. If they could do like the CG Leia stuff. And bring back Jack Kirby and Steve Ditko and John Romita and like have them all like the you know all the actual co-creators and yeah, yeah. the guys who actually wrote the comics. Like, the, yeah, dude, that would be kind of cool, dude. Oh, I'm so pumped right! I need to see this movie yeah. like that. I wasn't really like excited for Guardians it, too, like, but this. Oh my yeah, god! Oh my god, Sean! <laughs> 
and it's it's uh, <laughs> it's not like uh, a crazy scene or anything. And the movie, like, it's definitely it's I could see Disney's colors in it, like as far as it's colorful, but like uh, like the way it's written, you know, it's like definitely, you know, they have the baby. I can't wait. Yeah, I just can't just wait. watch it. Like, yeah, it's it's not like a big scene with the San, you know Stanley or whatever, but. Um, there's been this like weird theory going oh around. It's kind of been confirming what that is. So, um, I can't wait. Yeah, and then we have like Wonder Woman coming out in like, like June second, right? Yeah. So uh, snooze. I mean, that's the next one. I'm not snooze. That's rude. Yeah. But yeah snooze. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch it, and I guess that's the next kind of like comic book movie I'm I guess looking forward to. But um, yeah, dude, I'm starting to feel the fatigue. I'm starting to burn out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think um, especially after Infinity War, where that's going to go, I think, from there. You know, once we saw this kind of big climactic movie and, um, you know, what's the next step from there? You know, how they're going to evolve the franchise. What if Marvel stepped away knowing that, like, the public needed a break from superheroes and they reached into their romance novel comics or their, like, horror comics and, like, just started making either, like, horror movies or romance movies or, like... That's kind but of... But they're still Marvel movies. That could be really yeah, cool. Yeah. And then slowly reintroduce, you know, the whole superhero that's, aspect. That's, like... It. I mean, they got a lot of content, too. I, I I know they're, like, making more shows. They're doing more shows, right, with Marvel and... Yeah. Um, the Defenders is coming out, so I'm stoked for that. Uh, yeah, it's a lot yeah. going on, dude. But that's, that's my little share. I, I saw Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I... Thoroughly loved it, enjoyed it. Baby Groot, all the way, man. Um, which is great because I, they, you know, he, he's only Baby Groot for that movie, so it's great that like, cool. They keep it. Cool. Well, thanks for the spoilers. Well, yeah. I mean, he's eventually, he's gonna eventually grow. <laughs> I mean, they could have def. I don't know if he they, died. They could have definitely milked that, like, you know, if they do like the third one, you know, he would still be Baby Groot. But I want to see a full blown nice. Groot like in the next. Uh, you know, when they like bigger than he was in the first when one they crossover, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, Oh um, man. But yeah, um, go see it if you can. Uh, yeah, I don't know what other movies are coming. I mean, just that's what Wonder Woman is the only one I'm thinking of right now, but that's, yeah, I mean, I'll see it. I just, it looks, I don't know. <laughs> it was still made in that weird dark time at DC. I mean, not that they're, they're good times right now cause they're not, but, um, they seem to be getting a little better. Hopefully. Just a little bit better. Um, so having been burnt out on superhero movies, I want to highly suggest a film I watched over the weekend called don't breathe. Don't breathe. I believe okay. it is on stars right now okay. and it's directed by Fide Alvarez who directed, uh, evil dead, the remake. Oh, okay. And is that 2013, 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it's a really cool movie. It's about these three uh, burglars who break into this blind veteran's house. Oh, interesting. And he goes ham on them. <laughs> and it's 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 got a lot of twists and turns. I'm not going to say anything more, but it's really good. Uh, it's a really taut thriller. Um, so I would check it out. Cool. And a uh, quick shout out to Alvaro Strait Brewing Company. I picked up a four-pack of Monterey Common. And I'm enjoying it. Common. Nice. So you can only get that there. Awesome. It's wonderful. Supporting local breweries. I like that. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Cool, dude. That's a good share for this week. I, I like it. We we have different things to bring to the table, different experiences we had this week. So um, I always, I always yeah. like, like, like that about share time. 
Um, Me too. Yeah, awesome, dude. But uh, it's been a good show, man. I hope I hope you've had a good time, imaginary audience. <laughs> um, Shawnee, where can we find more of your work on the internet this week? Uh, sir? You can find me on Instagram at Music and also my website, shawndaymusic.net. Joe, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at Joey Prodi, but don't try to add me. And you can also check me out on my website at uh, joeyprodiscripts.com. Shawnee, it's been wonderful. It truly has. <laughs> I, I'm so sad when we don't do this show. I know. I think we should start doing it daily because uh, I, I need my dose at top five. <laughs> but uh, schedules don't allow for that. That's anymore. cool, man. So um, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm very excited for you and uh you sign in your 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 lease and uh i'm excited to record our next show hopefully in your new space um yeah a little um (laughs) um, i don't know where i was going with that (laughs) anyway thank you (laughs) yes uh until next time i'm joey parati and i'm sean day Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening.